Welcome to an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast, where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL, giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams. From the fresh field smells of the NFL to the hardwood courts of the NBA and possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva. Appreciate the chit chat, but let's get started. This is Into the Lab, 60th episode, season two, episode five, officially, VP debate night for America. I know the Canadians on the call really don't care about that, but recording from the beautiful home studio in San Antonio, Texas for our weekly segment. A lot of fantasy football, a lot of NBA, a lot of NFL action coming at you today. I'm your favorite host. Oh, oh no, I didn't. <laughs> Yeah. featured on a growing network called blue collar media group and you should take a look at their website today see tons of content to your favorite teams visit www.bluecollarmg.com today importantly nfl is here the show is brought to you by thrive fantasy www.thrivefantasy.com where you can place your sports bets on your favorite athletes and players across any sport imaginable everything was frozen and gone for like two minutes in the middle of that i don't know what was captured and what was it but we're gonna roll right through it welcome to the team um big three-round segment tonight so excited to be sharing the spotlight with you guys um let's cue the announcer and let's get you guys announced right in (laughs) right after this and now tonight's starting lineup All right, so our usual uh, bring-in is going to be interrupted right in the beginning from Dre's famous intro. So this is the one we talked about last week. So let me go ahead and cue Dre's introduction right now. Can't believe I have to do this for Dre. Oh, you know what? Technical difficulty. Let me get the sound to share, and unlike last time, right? Let's do that. Great. This is wonderful. Man, this one is great, but right now, this is Mark Quinn. This is your boy, Isaiah Cassidy. And I want you to listen to the wrestling expert, Dre. Here's your invitation to the private party. There is Dre's introduction. There's no way you got the private party. That's unreal. I, I I love it. So Dre's introduction, again, from Bali, Indonesia. Dre Rogers will be in shortly. He says he's running late, but everybody can say you heard his famous introduction. Let's move on from Pittsburgh, co-host of the Puckleheads podcast and co-founder of the Blue Collar Media Group, Twitter handle, at Seal Curtain, P-E-H, the man with the most interesting name in the world, Just Paul. What's going on, fellas? Interesting week. We got COVID everywhere, so stay tuned. We're going to have some waiver wire pickups for you guys. 
Yeah, very excited for round one. From Wagner, co-captain of the BCMG stream team. Could have caught us earlier today and last night. And college football expert at D-Dog underscore 1123 Davis Cordova. Yo, what's up? Um, go check out my Big 12 Power Rankings uh, article that just dropped today. Uh, you'll see that uh, OSU is number one two straight, uh, two straight weeks because they are the best team in the Big 12. So catch, catch, uh, catch OSU whooping Baylor's butt next week. Davis, high and pride with OSU. Davis, how you feeling, buddy? You still sore? Oh, yeah, just got back. Three straight days of football, so. They call him Davis Hot Hands Cordova over there on OSU's campus. Isn't that right? It's one-hander. (laughs) One-hander. That's what we call you. He's mossing mossing (laughs) people left and right. All right. From Regina, co-host of the Frostbite Sports Podcast, at Frostbite Pod, Jet Folk. What's up, boys? How's it going? Uh, As you guys know, Stephon Gilmore. Probably one of the, if not the best defensive player in the league, got the COVID and he dapped up our boy Mahomes. Sad times, the league's probably going to die. But we're here, we're going to have fun with it. So let's go. That's exactly right. The new catalyst for spreading COVID, Stefan Gilmore. I really wish that uh, Steve was on this segment. But from Regina as well, co host of the Shooter Shoot podcast and the winner of week four, who he's proudly. Um, exclaimed everywhere as the basketball podcast with the NFL picks at shooter shoot pod, Kenny Cotterell. Look, man, I'm on a heater. Like what is, what else is there to say? Five and zero in the article last week, dominating in the ITL league. I can see Andrew's probably got his notebook right below his screen and he, and he's ready to take some notes. <laughs> no, Andrew's got his tissues there. Trust me from one cowboy fan to another. I understand from North Battleford joining us from the Boomtown podcast at Andrew Khan. Andrew Khan. It was a rough week. <laughs> it was a rough week. <laughs> but I do have to say, I got a little bit more faith in the boys because they're playing a terrible team, but we'll get into that later. Anyways, uh, I just want to say a quick update on the podcast. we got a new episode coming out next week. Um, I actually have a brand new guest host who's going to be joining us on the pod for now on, which is pretty awesome. Uh, Solomon Campbell from Regina, big MMA guy, big UFC guy. Uh, so I'm super excited to have him aboard. I will be doing stuff through Zoom, so we'll have some new video and audio for you guys pretty much weekly now. Awesome. That's awesome stuff, man. Congrats on your growth, and we look forward to hearing that. Let's do our last intro. Though he's not here, we hope he comes in late. My co-host from Boston, the host of Slightly Biased and co-founder of the Blue Collar Media Group. You voted and named him your general Los Angeles Browns favorite son. Twitter handle at Reisner underscore Steven. The general Steve Reisner will be on shortly. At least hopefully Dre hey. and Steve are those ones that uh, like to come in just a little late. Yeah. My and- sources say that Steve is spreading COVID right now to the – the opposite team is that that's what my sources say him and belichick had a, had a scam and and a quote-unquote evil smirk is what my source said well i'm excited to hear a lot of the stuff that's coming out maybe we'll get a steve reisner burner segment hopefully yeah. we get one yeah we and we'll one. see if i get anything they usually like to send during the middle of this so let's get right into it let's hear the bell and let's go into round one all right that is round, round one League news and updates. 
round one. Some quick updates. The BCMG stream team on twitch.tv slash thesportgene and twitch.tv slash ddog underscore 1123 do perform weeknights and mostly weekends. Win count is still at 39 on the mainstream, but Davis has been racking in those wins on the side. He's, he's going to let you guys know it. Davis, what you got to say? Uh, I will be on tonight right after the pod around 9.30. While Davis so, is doing studying of the vice presidential debate, he will also be on COD because it's his civic duty to watch that debate and make sure he knows who he's voting for. But he will be on COD as well. Absolutely. That college kid. All right. So let's start dissecting some of the bigger topics. Kenny, we're going right into your realm. Let's start with the NBA. All right. So read all about it. It's our round one segment. The L.A. Lakers take a 3-1 lead behind Anthony Davis and Contavious Caldwell-Pope's big fourth quarter. Kenny, how are you feeling about the Lakers now up 3-1? I feel pretty good about it now. I mean, I was kind of concerned after game three. I mean, that was the best game of Jimmy Butler's career that he played in game three. He was absolutely fantastic for them. Uh, but I, I think it boils down to no Drogic and, and Bam even though he played last night, 15 and seven, he really didn't look like himself. I think most people assume that the Lakers would win the series if they got production from some of those role players. And just to name some stats for you, game one that they won, KCP with 13, Green with 11, Caruso with 10. Game two, Rondo at 16, KCP with 11, Kuzma 11. And then game four, you had KCP once again with 15 and you got nine from Morrison Kuzma, like... When you're getting that kind of production out of your bench, which was the one big question mark about the Lakers, it's going to be very tough to beat them. They already had the two best players in the series. So I, I wish that we would have seen uh, Bam and Goran because I think that becomes a six or seven game series. But I mean, with them not at 100% and Goran not at all, I, it was tough to see him on the sidelines uh, as upset as he was that he couldn't go. Um, I just think that the Heat are too hobbled right now. So I won't be surprised if they if they close it out in this next game. And that was going to be my next question, right? Is it a five-game closeout? Does anybody not believe it's a five-game closeout on the panel today? No. It looks pretty set that it's going to be five games and, and done. Um, would like to see some fight, though. I would like to see a six-game series. Maybe Jimmy comes out and Bam comes out and we see something happen there. Um, so a lot of the conversation about Eric Spolstra being one of those unique and, and top three coaches in the East, that's the over-under is top three. Um, are we in agreement that Eric Spolstra is a top three coach in the East? Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, so we're all in agreement. You, you think he's number one, Kenny? I do. I mean, yeah. Brad Stevens hasn't done enough. Um, Nick Nurse, while their championship last year was solid, um, I just don't see him overtaking Spolster and what he's done with that Heat team. Even when LeBron left, like Spolster kept that team afloat for years when they had undermanned rosters. And yeah, I truly believe that Spolster is the best coach in the Eastern Conference. Oh, that's pretty. That's 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 a pretty big quote there. Uh, what about Doc Rivers joining the East? Any uh, any change to the ranking? No, not no. at all. Doc Rivers Wait. is underneath Eric Spolster. Wait, is Garnett on the team? <laughs> <laughs> no. The best He's player in NBA wanna, history, I, according to Steve Reisner, is not on that Philadelphia 76ers team. He's got to close out a 3-1 lead first before he can be top coach in the East. Yeah. I guess that's very true. What have you done for me lately? All right. Well, that, 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 that leads to our next topic, which is Doc Rivers to Philadelphia. Do we hate it or do we love it, guys? Doc to Philly. I'll start with you, Jet. 
Uh, <clears throat> I'm pretty indifferent with it. I didn't really care what direction they went with coaching. I think that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are uh, two styles of players that just don't work together. And when you tack on the fact that they have massive contracts for Harris and Horford, I think it's a personnel issue. It's not a coaching issue. Gotcha. What about you, Andrew? Are you all for Doc to Philly or are you indifferent as well? I agree with what Jed just said. I mean, I, I don't know if Embiid and Simmons can actually coexist as a unit and actually pull off a championship no matter how much they pay them. Uh, and then, again, Horford and Harris, e it's a lot of money on the books for a couple of old dudes. So, well, I don't know. It, it, Doc Rivers can do stuff. I don't know. I, he also hasn't proved that he can win major playoff games. So, uh, I'm kind of out on that one. Now, what Doc does bring is a lot of leadership and experience. Players tend to follow. Do you see any players, or would you just pinpoint any players you think would follow Doc to Philly, in your opinion? From the Clippers or just – in general. Clippers, any other teams you might have influence on? I don't think they can bring anyone in. That's true, right? The inability to bring anybody in. Like, yeah. like, how can you with with their contract situation? They're not dumping Horford, and they'd be stupid to dump Tobias. So the guy they need most is on the Pelicans now, and they had him before. It's JJ Redick, friend of the show. JJ Redick, friend yeah. of the show. JJ no, 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 the guy they need is. The, the guy they need is in the finals playing for the Heat. Jimmy. So, yeah, yeah, another former Sixer. Oh, what nope. about the idea that uh, maybe the OKC Thunder tank and Horford for Paul gets done? Does that change anything? <laughs> okay, no, thank you. They did that. No, thank you. Did you say? Did you say no? Thank you. <laughs> oh, okay. No, didn't oh. didn't didn't fall. Okay, What's let's switch to it. Is that is that like you move Simmons to forward or what? Yeah, I guess you'd have to. I guess you'd okay. have to. Well, maybe I'd change my tune then if that was actually a real thing. I just can't see it. That sounds like like fantasy. Yeah, why not? This is all fantasy. We live in COVID Chris, land now. Hey, Chris Paul to the, to the Knicks. Chris Paul to the Knicks. Call me from the oh, Thunder fan. Oh, wish that you I just, You him. just said no tank. I'm not, you can't say I'm that. Poor guy. <laughs> Who hurt you? Chris out a lot today, Davis. Chris Paul is hey. just getting thrown around nowadays. What team wants him? Hey. No hey, one because he's still getting paid an insane amount of money. Who did that? Who paid him that contract? All right, so let's talk about the team that did it. Houston still looking for a head coach. Uh, who do you all believe should be coaching this team? Tons of rumors of different guys. I'll start with you, Kenny, since you're the resident NBA analyst. What do you think? Which coach should be coaching the Rockets next season? No one because they're a sinking ship. Ouch. Okay, let's get your let's get your real take. Well, well, where are they going from here? Up. Like, like, like what's the direction though? Ernest, you tell me up. what's what's the direction of the Houston Rockets now because it doesn't look like Harden and Westbrook with no center is working. Well, you have two MVPs. You switch them <laughs> off in rotation, and and you and you go get some bigs, and you can have a solid solid outing. Well, you I mean, had a solid big, and then you traded them to Atlanta. Hey, well, we, you know uh, what? Shooting this big. Is... Shooting big. Thank you, Kenny. Now you got your no. answer. What yeah, coach you, you coaches a team, Kenny? I don't need you to analyze the Rockets. I need you to analyze the Rockets <laughs> with a coach. No, no, you don't want me to analyze the Rockets. You're just um, a shame as, you don't have two MVPs. As far as coach, I mean, I don't know. As far as guys out there, I like Nate McMillan, and I wish he didn't get canned in Indiana. But I don't know if he's the guy to lead that team. Um I'll be honest, I haven't given Houston much thought since we trounced them. So, 
You trounced everybody, Kenny. That's not even an insult. Jet, what do you think? A uh, couple names come to mind. McMillan, uh, potentially Alvin Gentry. Uh, I hear Mike D'Antoni's out there. <laughs> <laughs> he makes guards play extra, I heard. Uh, actually, That's a name come that also comes to mind that I like is maybe Kenny Atkinson. But, um, yeah, they can go a number of different routes. It sort of depends what sort of system they want to run. Um, I'd assume it's probably going to stay small ball. It wouldn't make sense to do much else unless you completely transform your roster. So, Great. yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. They, they have plenty of options. Paul, I know you've been quiet through most of the NBA segments, so I'm going to pick on you now. So what do you think about the Rockets situation? Is there a coach out there you think fits them? Or uh, should their style change, and what coach would fit that? I think they should go get Boogie Cousins on a one-year, see-what-happens deal. And, you know, I agree with them, too. I, I like McMillan a lot. I, I didn't think he really, you know, got a chance. And I wouldn't mind seeing it. Uh, but, like, Boogie Cousins, go get him one year, see what happens, and then go from there. Yeah, I like that a lot. Davis, do you have an opinion on the Rockets, or should I skip you on this part? Uh, no, I got I got an opinion. Uh, don't be surprised if the Rockets like uh, go for like an assistant coach or someone in in college, because I mean most of these guys in the NBA are they have the same system and it's not working with D'Antoni, so maybe they bring in fresh faces. Yep, I can see that too. Andrew, you have an opinion on the Houston Rockets? I agree with the McMillan thing. Um, I Paul, I like that take about uh, about uh, who do you call it there? I had a brain fart just two seconds ago. Anyways, yeah, uh, Boogie, Boogie with the hoodie. Uh, he, he, if you get him on the league minimal deal, I like that as a, as a, as a position there. But I don't know. Uh, Westbrook and Harden, the chemistry, I think that they hope for so much. Whatever, whoever comes into that situation, like Kenny said, it, it's a mess. So good luck. When Harden and Westbrook were at 100% healthy, they were dominant. They were good. They, they were. They were a very good team. So I don't know why you guys say it didn't work. I mean, Westbrook got hurt, and they didn't perform in the playoffs. I mean, that's what happened. I don't know why you guys think the Rockets are going to write off. The sixth seed was probably the floor for the year. So, I mean, that's, it's anywhere but up for me. I like Jeff Van Gundy just because I like Jeff Van Gundy, yeah. and I think he, he's, a, he's a Houston Rockets culture enthusiast, and you, want, you don't want him on the TV anymore. Admit it. You don't want him on the TV anymore. So he would be great. Um, What's that? So we get Stan Van Gundy. Get them both there. You'd probably get both of them there, to be honest. But yeah. uh, I love Kenny Atkinson. I know fellow Houston enthusiasts don't. They don't like Kenny Atkinson's fit. But I think he brings a culture and a system with him. And I, I liked what he did in Brooklyn. So that would be my hope. Um, but rumors of Ty Lue and Jason Kidd and tons of other ones coming out. I just – I don't see it. And I know internally John Lucas is the main guy they want internally if they stay internal. So we'll have to see how all that works out. But Houston – does have a problem, no head coach. But, I mean, they're not the only Houston team looking for more leadership as we're going to talk next as our featured segment. But I see Dre Rogers walking around Bali has joined us. Dre, how are you doing out there, buddy? Man, he's muted. And our first yeah. mute of the night, Dre, I appreciate you. Let's talk Hi. NFL. But we, we are going to stay in Houston. Bill O'Brien, our love of nature topic, is now out as, as from the Houston Texans. Um, you know, kudos to McNair finally doing it. But it, from what we've heard, it's all J.J. Watt forming a player boycott. And uh, that was released today. So maybe my J.J. Watt, the Pittsburgh rumors, aren't going aren't gonna to hold now that he's making changes in Houston. 
Let's talk about the boys. Bill O'Brien, will he coach again as a head coach in the NFL? Someone will, someone will. A lot of shock faces for those listening on the podcast. (laughs) Um, Don't, uh, don't be surprised if the Jets do since they hired Adam Gates. Yeah. Like it's going to be a bad team that does it. Like it'll be the Jets or the Giants or somebody because they'll be like, oh, they won some division titles. So like his resume is solid when in reality he had DeAndre Hopkins and JJ Watt and Deshaun Watson. So. And he could be their GM as well. <laughs> where, do we think Houston, where do we think Houston goes from here? Who do they hire? Who's a fit? You guys have any early favorites you want to share with the audience? It's got to be Eric Bietamy. It's got to be. Give that guy a chance. I mean, you know what I mean? You got Watson there. He obviously knows about young quarterbacks. He has a pretty good system there. He's been learning under Andy Reid. Give the enemy a chance. Agreed. I think that's resounding. The fact that Houston is first, it's the only reason he's our main candidate because I think there's a few teams that might follow suit with an additional loss this week, which I think I'm surprised uh, Dan Quinn Snyder is not – uh, has not been fired yet. Uh, joke, joke, joke for her last week. Uh, but let's talk about who's next. Who's next to fire their head coach? I'm gonna take Adam Gase off the table because I think everybody picks Adam Gase. That guy should be out. Um, any others out there? You feel I've, I've I've heard Matt Patricia's name thrown out there, Dan Quinn thrown out there. Any other names out there that you feel or you you know are gonna be out next? Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer. Well, that's a big one. I could see that. Is part of the reason they're not firing their coaches yet because they are tanking for Lawrence? Could be. Could be. Although you have Sam Darnold in New York, you'd think that would be your future, but Steve would definitely argue that's not true. Um, Well, our our favorite quarterback is starting this week, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Joe Flacco getting his start up in New York. Probably going to be a win for the Jets. Let's go. Steve I got see, a mute. I see Steve is back. Yeah. Steve, glad to have you, buddy. Yeah, I, I don't know what's up with these headphones. They, they late late as usual. But, okay, Dre. <laughs> really? Dre, Dre just bro. got here, too. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what color shirt are you wearing? You got to check our bets. You guys heard my Wait, I want to see if yeah. Steve's getting a ticket. What's happening? <laughs> the Boston Bandit's getting questioned. Man dragged off a train live. <laughs> this is going viral. Oh, he's muted now. Oh, he's oh, yeah, muted. Uh-oh. Is the authorities coming up to Boston? Wait, wait. We'll come back to you, Steve. Thank you for the encouraging signs there. All right, so we have some undefeated teams here in the NFL. The Packers, Bills, Chiefs, Titans, and Seahawks all share a commonality. They are undefeated. Uh, What is the most surprising out of all these teams? Jed, I'll start with you. Oh, boy. Probably – oh, man, I got to think on this one. That's tough. I was. I thought you were gonna go the other route and go which one's gonna stay. Uh, oh, that's un- next. That's okay, next. Okay. <laughs> Tell see, me which one's see. most surprising though. Which which one caught you by surprise for this week? For okay, this I I got this one actually. I think the most surprising is Pittsburgh to fly out the gate undefeated, just because I thought there might be some lumps uh, with Roethlisberger coming back off of a serious surgery. <laughs> but you're dead to Paul now. <laughs> unbelievable. But. But, the funding to your show. <laughs> but, 
Now that I've seen off, Don't piss off the Godfather, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. God. Now that I've seen what they can do, I'm more of a believer. But heading into the season, if you told me that they'd be undefeated going into week five, I would have been a little surprised. Yeah. So Chet's fired. All right. Jet, Jet is fired. <laughs> Steve, what about you? What's the most surprising undefeated team? Wait, Steve seems fired up. Something happened. Look at his face. What, what did I do? Uh, I'd, I'd probably say Buffalo is my biggest surprise. I know it's been an easy schedule for them, but, I mean, especially now that the NFL wants to uh, go ahead and forfeit the Titans game for them, that the NFL wants to go ahead and make them 5-0, and that's actually surprising to me. Also, what about you, Kenny? What's the most surprising undefeated team for you? I'm just going to say Pittsburgh to make Paul mad. No, no, <laughs> truthfully, it does have to do with Roethlisberger. I mean, the offense looked terrible last year without him, so it was a, it was a rust thing for him. And, I mean, he's been fine so far, so. All right, so, Davis, if you had to pick a team that's going to lose first out of all of these, which one are you not confident in? The Titans. Well, they got the most rest. Also, the most okay. depleted. <laughs> yeah, the most depleted. I would Aren't be too. Consi- their game? Considering they'll be have to forfeit their game if they can't if they don't field the team and clear these COVID issues. That's an easy win for the Bills this week. But then you have to worry about all your fantasy players, Bills and Titans wise this week. So everybody keep an eye out on that. I have and, Josh Allen. Oh, hey, I'm I'm open to trading. Davis just send me a trade. D- Andrew, what about you? How are you feeling about uh, these teams? Which one is the most concerning to you about staying undefeated? Well, you just said it, the Titans, because I don't think they're playing. I think it's the forfeit. Uh, 18, was it 18 players or some shit I just read today? Yep. In They're total? Up to, up to, up to, there's, up to 18. There's, there's 0% chance they play. So obviously it's a, it's a forfeit. So bills move on undefeatedly. And again, I agree with Steve. You had told me the bills would be undefeated. I thought Josh Allen last year was good. I didn't know he was this good. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll go with that. First and mute. last but not least, ah, I got the second mute. Dang it. Last but not least, Dre, what about you? It's got to be the Packers, right? Most concerned team for the undefeated that are left. Nah. <clears throat> Actually, it's the biggest surprise, obviously, for me, because, you know, we had a horrible draft, and we didn't take any wide receivers, and we don't have wide receivers, and we don't need them. So, you know, we also drafted a high-end tight end and look at, look at Tunyon. I mean, I guess this entire draft was just to fire up everybody in, on, the, on the entire roster or whatever. But uh, I guess biggest concern are actually the, the first team that's going to lose. Yeah, unfortunately, it's going to be the Titans. Uh, they got to go against Bills Mafia, and that's an automatic loss. Steve knows it. That's why he's not wearing orange anymore. So he's 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 starting to embrace the the blue, <laughs> the blue, the red and blue. What does Bill's mafia have to do? Well, I'll tell you what. I, out of all of them, I think that the Titans are the most concerned just because they have the COVID issues. But I think second in there is going to be the Steelers, Paul, unfortunately. Don't pull my funding. I think the Steelers make me worry a little bit. So 
Um, more to come with those, though. I think the Packers, Bills, Chiefs, and Seahawks absolutely look fantastic this year. They're, they're the teams to beat, in my opinion. So they're the upper echelon of the, of, the, of the league, other than the Dallas Cowboys offense. But we don't talk about the Dallas Cowboys defense. We just talk about the Dallas Cowboys offense. Well, let's talk about those Dallas Cowboys, right? There's a big problem there. Other, whoa, I am getting a message here. It looks like it is the Steve Reisner burner account. And we have our first infiltration on this podcast episode. Let's cue their interruption. And I don't know if it was this segment or not, but let's hear it out. I am Steve Reisner, and I believe Bill O'Brien will be the greatest asset the New England Patriots pick up this offseason. After Bill Belichick retires, he will be the GM and head coach and co-offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots in 2021. This will allow Cam Newton to go to his full potential. What? So Bill O'Brien to New England is a hot take. Steve, your burner account says is going to put that everywhere. How do you feel about that? Somebody's going to lay off the drugs <laughs> and the helium. Definitely lay off the helium. Weird oh. when that plays drains off of the, off the show. That is weird. Dre did drop off as soon as that yeah. burner message came mm. in. That's interesting. No, that mm. is that is a person of interest number two because Budhole was number one, <laughs> and Dre is number two. I don't know what's going to happen here. I am getting a second message, but I'm saying oh, to God. hold off until I'm told to play it. So, more to come from the burner account. Let's talk about the <laughs> are, Dallas. Are, you, are, we, are we being threatened right now? I, I, apparently. And just in case it's somebody who funds my show, I'm not going to dis, dis I'm not gonna get away from them. So who knows who it is at this point? Dallas Cowboys have huge problems though. They lose to the Cleveland Browns. They give up, I think somebody correct me, I think it was forty nine points to the Cleveland Browns, something like that. It was terrible. Um, hard to watch. Let's talk about it, right? Who is to blame for the Dallas Cowboy problems? Now let's not go to the Dallas Cowboys first. Let's let's talk to the non biased individual star so i'll start with slightly biased steve reisner who's to blame in dallas um well uh, mainly it's the defense because you just can't get run over like that but at the same time uh you know 31 unanswered points it was it was something like that at, after the game was tied like 14 14 that some of that is on the offense i i understand he's putting up all these yards but you've got to be you got to be consistent enough that you're staying in these games, I, I, I don't know. But it's mostly the defense. But uh, if you're a champion, you don't just uh, let your teammates take the blame. But of course, Dallas has been champions in like 30 years. So uh, there's a little side jab, Paul. What about you? You come from a Steelers bias. There, how do you feel about the Cowboys? Who's to blame in Big D? Uh, honestly, Ernest, I watched the All 22 today, and it's not X's and O's. That was the most embarrassing professional performance film I've ever seen in my life. Those guys should be embarrassed that other teams are going to see that. Because if I was another team's offensive coordinator, I'd be licking my chops this week. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence, zero effort. That reverse, I watched two guys jog side by side to each other and then run out of bounds. They ran out of bounds. Like, it, X's and O's can fix certain things. But if the effort isn't there and the attitude isn't there, it don't matter. And they didn't have it. They they did not have it on Sunday. 
Yeah, I completely agree with you, Paul. It was very hard to watch, even as a fan. So uh, trust me, uh, we know what you're talking about. Kenny, I'm going to you next. You're one of the you're one of the Cowboys residents here. So um, talk to us a little bit about what you saw and what your thoughts are, and who's to blame in Dallas. I don't know. I just think it's an overall team thing. Like Cowboys fans will point to Dak's passing yards, and it's like, oh, it's not Dak's fault. Okay, well, in the second quarter, you were flat. And a lot of those yards you picked up in, in the fourth quarter when you were trailing by a few scores. Zeke's got fumbleitis. That's a big problem. Defense has some injuries, but, you know, plenty of teams have injuries and don't give up 49 points. I mean, you got to rally the troops. Like, you, you've put up – you're giving up 36.5 points per game right now. Like, I get it. Like, it's a new NFL and there's way more offense, but that's inexcusable. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm dejected watching it right now. If I'm being honest, I, I turned it off after the second quarter and yeah, I mean, I think it's just, it's, it's an overall team effort issue and guys got to get their heads out of their ass. Hey, you're not the only Cowboys fan to turn off that game. Davis also turned off the game. Uh, Davis, I know you're still upset about the game. So talk to us a little bit about who you think is to blame in big D. Uh, it's the Alice Cowboys because there is no D in Dallas um, because the defense is horrible. Did I mean, you spend you all up. week thinking of that? Absolutely. No. no. <laughs> That's a fantastic How many, how many times though. did you practice that in your marriage? <laughs> um, about five times in the shower 10 minutes That's ago. Right. So. With Jerry. Yeah. With Jerry. <laughs> Just for you, Steve. Just for you, Steve. Um, but yeah, I, I, think, I think it's just I think it's just the defense that is most of the problems. And like Paul said, it's an effort problem. Uh, there's just guys like lollygagging around the field, not giving not even fifty percent effort. Yeah, I like to make big statements on teams that need to wake up, but I'll save mine for the end. Andrew, go ahead and give us your analysis. I know you're the Cowboys before I go over to Jet. Uh, this week. That's basically the only way to describe it. Uh, Mike Nolan should have stayed retired. Uh, he is a horrendous defensive play caller. Look back to the last time he was relevant was when he had Ray Lewis. Uh, we don't have that caliber of player. Uh, we are terrible defensively. Uh, as Kenny stated, Zeke picked a real bad time to have fumbleitis, picks up 15 yards doesn't fall down, decides to sit on the guy, and then gets punched out. And I'm like, yeah, here we go again. And then Dak, same thing. He gets uh, strip-sacked. And, and Miles Garrett's the beast. He's done this all year. And, again, it's a matchup thing. And you got to be able, as a defensive coordinator, to know your matchups. Tyron Steele is awful, and we all know that. So why in the hell is he on Miles Garrett in that play? So it's just – I think it comes down to a lot of the play-calling um, structure of things. I don't think Mike Nolan's the guy for the job. I really miss Mr. Richard right now. Mr. Richard would be a fantastic back as our defensive coordinator. Um, the other thing that I would like to state out is that, uh, yes, the offense has been good, but, again, uh, you're putting your defense in terrible situations if you can't possess the ball on I agree with that completely. They put him in some very bad ways in the past four weeks uh, that really makes them look cheated out a little bit more than they should be, although they aren't good. It's just I don't think they're as bad as they, they, uh, the offense has put them in there. Jet, going to you for your analysis, 30-second take. Yeah, so uh, when it comes to the offense, just to put some numbers to it, they rank dead last in turnover differential. They're averaging 
almost minus two turnovers per game. They're 31st in time of possession per game, only having the ball for 26 minutes per game. And then on the offensive side of things, they can't seem to establish the run. They're tied for 23rd, and that's at 101.8 yards per game. So all these things mesh together. You add on top the fact that they've had 30 penalties already, accumulating 250 yards in penalties. That's just a, a massive uh, team issue across the board. I, I don't know that this is any one side's fault. Yeah, I agree with all your takes. Let me give you my, my quick take on the Dallas Cowboys. It's a Mike McCarthy issue. Your culture needs to show that you're winners, and the culture there doesn't show any effort. And you've seen plenty of football documentaries. You've seen plenty of, of football programs, college and pro, that show you when you have an established winning culture. Um, plenty of those out there. It's all about effort, and effort comes back to the head coach and how he's going to present that. I know Dre's coming back. I don't want him to hear my take that it's Mike McCarthy, so I'm just going to wrap this one up. But I do think that uh, Mike McCarthy needs to put his foot down in that locker room and, and really, really put people in responsible uh, responsibilities. So I'm not going to use injuries as an excuse. Injuries happen in the game. All right. Philadelphia Eagles have injuries galore, and they pulled out a win against San Francisco. It's a culture thing. You have to make sure your culture is a winning culture. And I'm not going to blame – uh, Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones for the personnel they give them because I think Trevon Diggs has been is a little underrated for the amount of stats he gets. He just gets Mike McCarthy, at, you know, seventeen times. I knew it was going to come out, uh, but you know, he gets thrown at seventeen times a game because the other team has the has the has the ball, you know, sixty five percent of the time. So um, it is a culture issue for me. So uh, Dre, I, if you missed my take, it was Mike McCarthy. That's who I did go with. So you'd be happy and clapping your hands knowing that I'm understanding that a little bit more but I'd like to see more Dallas Cowboys as their strength of schedule gets easier the next four weeks to see what they look like and what that conversation is like so let's end this NFL segment with our COVID news so as we stated earlier the Las Vegas Raider player has come down with COVID Tennessee Titans have two more COVID cases the New England Patriots add a COVID case with Stephon Gilmore it is rapidly climbing and, uh, you know, I have to ask the question, is COVID going to ruin this NFL season? Would you guys give that a thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah, um, thumbs up. Thumbs up from Andrew, thumbs down from Yes, but, but, but it's mostly the NFL's own uh, incompetence that's going to ruin it. Thumbs up from Steven, they thumbs up from plenty Paul. plenty of time. Yeah, there is plenty of time to fix it. I just don't know what your, your adjustments are going to be. They're considering... not going to make any. They don't care. The reason we have more pauses now is because they forced the Patriots to fly across country to Kansas City and play that game on Monday night. You could have pushed it a week. You could have pushed it. You know the incubation period. All scientists know about the incubation period. What what do you you think? Because you play football, you know more than the goddamn CDC? I mean, it only took Trump three days. Fact. (laughs) No? Nobody else buying that? Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Isn't so, isn't the rules or isn't it something st- uh, stated this year that they extended the season by four additional weeks just yep. for this sole purpose? So yes. I'm with, I'm with Steve with this. How come you and I and I agree fully. I don't think New England should have played that game at all, especially flying across. But how do they not give two weeks break right now with all of the cases that are rising and be like, okay, hey, we got to extend the season. Let's just pause for a second. The rule the rule is though 
the NFL's protocol is that if they have multiple cases three to four days in a row, then the game will be moved to the following week and they stopped getting new cases by Wednesday. So this Stephon Gilmore came out after the game, although he did get a false positive, which they did a retest and let him play until that retest results came back, which doesn't make sense to me. But but here's the thing is that we didn't have a Patriots player test positive until Saturday. And then you had a a Chiefs player test positive the same day. You can't play that game on Monday. That's stupid. There's, yeah, I guess I would have to agree with that. Stupidity. I, I was just reading the protocol I'm, before I'm, we no, talked I'm not, about it. I'm not just saying that like because I didn't want to watch I actually never want to watch Brian Hoyer play a single snap of football ever again. But I, they, they shouldn't have played that game. Now, I am getting another message from your burner account, though, Steve. So give me one moment because this is breaking <laughs> news here. Give me a second. Let's see what they have to say. I am Steve Reisner. I believe the Patriots are getting coronavirus on purpose so that they have the antibodies for when the playoffs come around so that they'll be the only team and they will be forced to have the Super Bowl given to them. This is all Bill Belichick and Roger Mandel's plan. All right, so the burner account says it is COVID gate from the Patriots. Open up the new gate there, Steve. What do you have to say about that? This is COVID gate. This is all Patriots. Yeah, yeah I, I already heard this one, and what I have to say to that is whoever sells you people your acid, I need the largest supply of it possible. I need to try this stuff. That. That I mean, it's a valid strategy. The only Bill Belichick would come up with that strategy, give everybody COVID on his team so that he's immune come playoff time, and then launched all the COVID across all the teams in the playoffs. I mean, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Paul, what do you think about that? Oh, I mean, I've already on record. Like, you know, that's why they took two teams. Bill, Bill flew one over, got the virus, came back, let it loose, <laughs> and that's what happened. But no, for all seriousness, if the NFL makes the Titans forfeit this week, I'm gonna lose my fucking shit. Just so you know. Yeah, I'm I agree lose- with that. Rescheduled the game. Dre, I'm gonna let you wrap us up on this COVID segment. We got our third mute. We got our third <laughs> mute. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. <laughs> I can't stop laughing, man. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's it's genius. Only Bill Belichick will think of something like that. So it's it's it makes a lot of sense. It, I mean, that's why Steve, you know, was serious in his answer. He knew he probably already knew about it. You know, they they it's it's the Patriots fans base, fan base. They they expect these things to happen. You know, it's it's normal. It's normal to them. It's it's a shock to us because obviously our teams don't think of these incredible great ideas to win championships, but hey, it's the Patriots way, right? They're playing chess while we're all playing checkers. Dre, you're a- really going to lay off the drugs, man. It's a great way to round up our final segment, which is the waiver wire pickup of the week. Everybody was asked to have a waiver wire pickup ready for today's show. 
who are you encouraging the masses to pick up on this waiver week where COVID is running, where injuries are galore right now? And so I'm going to start across my screen, no particular order. Jet, who is your waiver wire pickup of the week? Hottest pickup seems to be wide receiver Tim Patrick from Denver. Um, there's just a lot of opportunity there, and they've got the injuries to support his uh, chance. So I would suspect that he should see the ball a decent amount, and if he can make work and make use of it, he should have an all right week. And no Stephon Gilmore. No Stephon Gilmore, so no shadow. Exactly. Davis. Come back to me. I forgot. All right. Kenny. I. Justin Herbert, if he's available, he looks pretty good at QB. He's probably going to outperform some vets this week, I would assume, against the Saints. I would assume they're trailing, so his stats are going to be higher. Keep an eye if Michael Thomas isn't a go-to, Traquan Smith, pick him up. Yeah, I have Justin Herbert ranked right underneath Nick Foles. Good pick there, Just Paul. Uh, Josh Jackson, um, San Diego. All available, uh, only taking in 9% of the league. Los Angeles? Or, yeah. Is Whatever. it Justin Jackson? Josh. Justin. 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 Yeah. Just, Only just... nine percent of the league, <laughs> and he's gonna get he's gonna get at least fifty percent of the carries. Josh is on the LA Browns. Yeah. LA yeah Browns. Josh Jackson with the uh, San Diego Browns. Dude, I got the LA Browns. Yep. <laughs> they moved this year. All right, Justin Jackson. I think that's the guy to own as well in Los Angeles. Andrew, who's your waiver pickup of the week? Uh, I like Keelan Cole from the Jacksonville Jaguars. It seems as Gardner Minshew and him have a really good connection. He's been averaging at least 10 a game if you need a good flex guy. So that'd be my route. And plus they're playing Houston. So there you go. Yep. I don't think Houston makes a, makes a big old statement after the, the firing. Davis, are you ready? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Who's your waiver wire pickup of the week? I got, I got two. I got um, two. Okay. Uh, pick up Teddy Bridgewater. He doesn't lose. Well, he doesn't play bad, okay? Let me restate that. He doesn't play bad. He got me uh, more points than Josh Allen last week. So, that's a plus. Plays football real good. What? He plays football real good. (laughs) And then my second pickup is if you need a kicker, get Rodrigo Blankenship. Oh, my gosh. Really? I I do admit I did pick up Rodrigo Blankenship in three leagues, and he did give me a couple of clutch wins. So I will I will back you you up on Davis. I'll back you up on that one. Steve, waiver wire pickup of the week. Oh, another mute. Let's go. It's a fourth. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. And Mr. Josh Elliott's coming into the into the fold too. Dre, give me your waiver wire pickup of the week. I've got. I've got I've got two of them as well. Uh, first one is probably uh, Devontae Freeman. Uh, I know a lot of people hesitated on him because uh, the Giants suck, but they're playing one of the easiest defenses this week, so <clears throat> he's probably going to have a good game. Yeah. Yes, I'm glad I'm looking at Kenny because <laughs> it's the truth, though. It's the truth. 100%. And then uh, – the second one, I, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, especially after we talked about the coronavirus, uh, Corona Gate. Uh, I think it's Damien, Damien Harris. Um, I mean, obviously, the Patriots backfield is always a hard thing to trust because they've got yeah. so many people down there. But, you know, he had a 100-yard game last week. So I, I think he's going to replicate that this week if, if, if they play their game. 
Yeah. Yep, I am with you on that, Dre. I completely agree. I started Damian. Actually, I picked up Damian Harris last week just because nobody was thinking about it, and then all of a sudden he came off IR. He looked like a genius. Um, I'll go ahead and end the segment here with mine. Keyshawn Vaughn with LaShawn McCoy going out, being the receiving back out of Tampa Bay, going against Chicago on a short week. And you know Tom Brady loves his backs. So I expect with no wide receiver play except for, I think, Scotty Miller and Mike Evans out there healthy. So um, expect a lot of receiving backs to be catching, and Gronk has been nowhere to be found. So um, Keyshawn Vaughn, that is going to be a hot commodity this week. All right. That is going to wrap up our round one. But just, Paul, tell us who this was brought to you by. The first round was brought to you by MyBestCigarLights.com. You can check out everything. They got uh, the latest accessories, humidors, uh, premium cigars. Uh, use the code MyBestCigarLife, all caps. They'll get $10 off your first order. Live in, uh, live in com. That's wonderful. They do have a new product out. If you don't want that cigar smell to stick on your shirt, they have a brand new product that you can spray on you and it gets rid of that smell. Go check them out. Today, let's go to round two. Josh Elliott, Emilio Estevez himself, is now on your screen. We're going to go right into our primetime picks for round two right after this commercial break. Before we start round two on the Sport Jeans Into the Lap podcast, we'd like to remind any listeners that if you play basketball and you are from the ages of 8 to 18 in the Rio Grande Valley, check out Triple Double Basketball Academy, one of the premier programs in Texas located at the center of the RGV in Harlingen, Texas. Find your young basketball pros practicing ball handling techniques, proper shooting forms, learning strength and conditioning techniques, and gain unmatchable experience with elite state tournament play. Follow on Facebook or visit www.tripledoublebasketballacademy.org. Triple Double Basketball Academy, where each basketball player grows no matter what. Round two, weekly pick'em and game outlooks. Mighty Duck Man. It's the Mighty Duck Man. <laughs> All right. Round two is our primetime picks, and that's the bill. We're going to go over the primetime games for the week, and you already know it. Dallas is one of them. <laughs> All right. Let's start with Thursday Night Football. Tampa Bay, three-and-a-half-point favorites going up against your Chicago Bears, the Bears. All right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers missing LaShawn McCoy, Chris Godwin, and their fourth-string wideout. Don't remember the name. While the Chicago Bears are without Tariq Cohen. They're playing with backup Nick Foles and a healthy defense. Let's break down this game. I'm going to start this off with the champ, Kenny Cotterow. Who do you have in this game and why? Uh, Tampa, because Chicago put up 11 points last week, and they do not look very good. Um, Take Tampa, for sure. So Kenny is taking Tampa with the points. Is that correct? Yeah. All right. And Emilio Estevez himself, Josh Elliott. How are you feeling, Josh? feel great today. I feel great today. Yeah, it's been a great day. But uh, to the Chicago-Tampa Bay game, you couldn't pay me to fucking bet on the Bears. So I'm <laughs> going to go with Tampa Bay 100%. All right? Going straight up Tampa all the way around. Dre, you popped up. You look like you're ready to talk. Who do you have in this game? <clears throat> this is uh, an easy pick. Um, we're going with uh, Steve's team. Um this is the game that uh, Ernest realizes that Nick Foles is also not the option on this team. So, easy, Buccaneers. 
Big Beep Nick will be doing great things. We'll talk about that in just a second. Andrew, talk to us. Who do you have? Tampa, they cover, I think, after watching. Here's, here's a question for the Bears fans. Okay, so you guys are so eager to bench Trubisky after he has a horrible outing, but you let Nick Foles play four quarters of absolute dog shit football and no one says anything? Put Trubisky back in. Ooh, that's a that's a bold statement there. I'm not sure about that. Nick Foles is clutch, though. You can ask the Philadelphia Eagle fans out there. On point. Just wait. Just wait. It's, 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 it's brewing, guys. It's brewing. Davis. Here's the game plan that Matt Nagy should uh, should incorporate. Start Trubisky for the first half, then bring in Foles for the second half. That's how you win football games. That's that's not a bad idea. Maybe the Eagles do the same thing, start Wentz and end with Hurts. So I guess you're taking Tampa Bay, Davis? Yeah, so until that happens, uh, the Bears will lose. So give me Tampa Bay to cover. <laughs> All right, Tampa Bay to cover there. Paul, you're up next. Give me the Bucks, even though they're banged up. I mean, they they are really banged up, boys. I mean, I mean they lost Truth. OJ Howard for the year. The Godwin's out again. Um, yeah, they only really have Keyshawn Vaughn. I mean, that's really their only back. Um, that Fournette's doubtful. So, but Brady seems like he's starting to get it clicking. Um, but even Scotty Miller's banged up. But I'm going to take them just because I think that the Bucks are. Sending the Bears going on the slide. No, give me the box to cover. Jet, going to you. Well, the third down conversion rate of the Chicago Bears is second last in the league. So you're just giving Tampa Bay more opportunities with the ball. You don't want to do that when you're against Brady. So I'm taking the Bucks here to cover. Hey, Ernest, oh, bold prediction. Gronk gets in the end zone this week. Oh. And, and go pick up the Buccaneers defense if it's still out there. That is true. The Bucs yeah. defense will be hot. I'm taking Tampa Bay to win and cover this game as well. But Tampa Bay fans and betters, if you are taking Tampa Bay, because that's a clean sweep for our team, just want to put – don't, don't worry, guys. Tampa Bay tends to be a second-half team, and Chicago defense and special teams may get a touchdown in that first half. Do not worry. Mistakes will be made on a short week for Tampa Bay. Mistakes will be made in that first half, but Tom Brady, put your trust in Tom. That's a second-half team there. Um, I do think that if this game is going to be won, Nick Foles has one of those games that he just – he's on it, and the Bears defense is going to look stout because that Tampa Bay offense is banged up. Just want to put it out there. If Chicago pulls that upset, that's why. There's no other reason why other than that. Yeah, Dre, you have a, one last message on yeah, this. Yeah, I have a question. Um, Paul said that the only running back available is Keyshawn Vaughn. So that does that mean Ronald Jones is out? Oh, no. Well, he's playing. No, no Keyshawn's just playing. more talented. Yeah. yeah, no, he's playing, Dre. That's my fault. <laughs> no, good good call out, Dre. All right, let's go on to our noon game. It is Las Vegas visiting Kansas City. Kansas City, 13-point favorites as of 5 o'clock today. So uh, the reason we picked this game is because this is always a highly contested game between these two rivals. I'm going to start with Davis on this one. Do you have the Chiefs covering that large spread? You know, I couldn't find the spread. I, I I thought they would they would maybe cancel this game since they're a practice squad. We've been getting COVID, but um, <laughs> yeah, I I think the Chiefs cover. Uh, what's the cover at? Thirteen. Oh, thirteen. Uh, actually, never mind. I'll take the Raiders to cover. Uh, All right. We'll have a big game. Okay, so Chiefs to win, but but not cover. Is that correct? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, perfect. It's to be like a one-score one game, one-score game. Perfect. Paul, what about you? I feel the same way. I think the, the the Chiefs have major problems in the red zone. I mean, you've seen what they had to do against the Patriots. I mean, it was gimmick, 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 gimmick. Sooner or later, gimmicks run out. Um, you know, they can't just turn around and hand it to uh, Zolaire. I mean, he's not – he's not – he's already proved he cannot pound it in. So, um, you know, and, and Reed seems to be wanting to stick with the run more and, you know, limit Mahomes, which – you know, I'm fine with that. The rest of the league is fine with that. So, um, I think the Raiders just hang around in a, in a rivalry game and the Chiefs end up winning by like 10. All right. So, you have the Chiefs winning and not covering as well. Jet, I'm going over to you on this game. Do you feel the same way? I'm going to take the Chiefs to win and cover. And my reason being is because through the entire season, the Raiders only have four sacks. The Chiefs O-line have only allowed three sacks. Pat Mahomes is going to have all day to sling the rock, and I don't think he's going to have any problem picking apart the Raiders. That is a good point as well. A fascinating stat that I was just looking up when Paul said that, Travis Kelsey ranks 14th among tight ends being targeted in the red zone. That's kind of low for a big-bodied tight end. Uh, might be something in the future to watch out for. Josh, going to you next. This is a fucking scary spread, boys. I don't, I don't like it. But watching last last game from the from the Raiders, ball security was horrible. They fumbled I don't know how many times. So you give Mahomes out like you know three more chances to throw the rock. I think they're going to cover, but just barely. All right, so taking them to win and cover. Uh, let me go to go to you, Andrew. You're on my screen. Is Waller the person that was diagnosed with COVID on the on the Raiders team? Just curious, because that would explain a lot. No, no, he was wasn't. fine. Uh, well, here, yeah, I think the Chiefs covered. I think it's their. I, I think they win by two scores. It's a two touchdown game. Uh, Tyree Kill is going to have a huge game. Uh, I like you said, the Travis Kelsey stat scares me a little bit in the red zone, and I agree with Paul. They've had super big troubles getting in there. Um, I'm surprised they don't use Williams, who's a little bit more bigger of a back, to punch things in. And I don't know why they keep going to Hilaire. It makes no sense to me. But uh, it worked for the Chiefs all last year to put Williams back there. But uh, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I think I think it's it's covered. Yeah, that is that is certain. But I did hear that uh, Andy Reid picked up Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in his fantasy team. So that, that would explain a lot. Kenny, what about you? Man, sometimes I think I'm really Canadian, and then I hear Josh talk. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, so last year in these when these two teams met Kansas City outscored them 68 to 19 in those two games they were two blowouts I don't think it's going to happen this year because I think the Raiders offense is a lot better this year um, so Kansas City is going to win but it's only going to be by a touchdown all right so Kansas City but not covering Dre you're still on there. I'll give you my pick, though, Dre, before you wrap this one up for us. I'm getting, taking Kansas City and the spread. I do think Kansas City continues its dominance into this season. I think the defense is health, one of the healthiest defenses in the league. So I'm um, going to take Kansas City. Drake, go ahead and wrap this one up for us. After I got my pick right last week of the Chiefs destroying the Patriots, <clears throat> yep, uh, I am taking the Chiefs. <laughs> I am taking the Chiefs again. Uh I think the Raiders are still without rugs and they are. Ed, um, yeah, Edwards, I think is the, the other guy. I don't know. He is questionable, Whatever. but he, he he probably will play. Well, they're they're both of their wideouts are out and uh, 
So I, I think they got to rely on Jacobs and uh, fuck their tight end. But well, I, I don't think that's I don't think that's enough. So I, I, I'm I'm taking the Chiefs to roll to roll them out again, maybe by 14 or something. Jason Witten. All right. And then Dre was referring to Darren Waller, not Jason Witten. I was from the reaction I got, I understand now. All right. So let's go to America's game of the week, which is the New York Giants visiting the oh, Dallas Cowboys. God. Dallas Cowboys, nine and a half point favorites for this game. Uh, I, I didn't call it game of the week. Fox did. So you can blame them for America's game of the week. That's not my prediction. It's on CBS. I'll go, I'll go ahead and start this one off by talking about those disappointing Cowboys. No defense to take on the New York Giants and their lack of experience all around the football. Dalton Schultz was banged up, but he has been listed as healthy and will play this week. And there are currently no defensive players being brought back for the Dallas Cowboys or offensive linemen, which is scary. Um, Giants will have Devontae Freeman take the bulk of carries this week while Daniel Jones We'll try to find himself again. I already told everybody before this started, I am taking the Cowboys. And I said whatever the spread was going to be, I take it double. So I will take the Cowboys minus 19 for this game, and I will book it because it will be a 38-17 game. And you can come back on here and tweet at me all you want when it's all said and done. It will be a 21-point win for those Dallas Cowboys with a statement divisional game. Dre. Who do you have in this Dallas New York Giants matchup? Nope. Dead. Nope. All right. Going over to Paul. Paul, who do you have in this game? I'm going to go to the Pittsburgh Zoo and watch two monkeys so shit each other <laughs> instead of watching this game. And Cowboy fans, don't fool yourself. Nothing changes this fucking week. Because We're not. Only Ernest did. <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> Nothing changes because you beat the dog shit out of the Giants, okay? <laughs> I will take the Cowboys and the cover because the Giants are just terrible. That's a fantastic pick, Paul. I'm going to go over to you, Josh. Well, yeah. I'm hoping Mark puts a monkey shit fight in the video. He will. He absolutely oh. will. <laughs> I agree with you there, Paul. Um, I have no interest in watching this game. Um, but I think Dallas has to get going. Like, they got to, like, you know, they need a win here. I, I think they're going to cover, and it's going to be big, too. I'm with Ernest on this one. My man. He's with me. He's taking a minus 19 also. Kenny. Well, not that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's talk about it. Right? Jesus Christ. Our defense is still terrible. We're still going to find a way to give up like 30 points. So I don't the, see Dallas scoring like 50. So this is not the game of the week. It should be Indy and Cleveland because that's going to be a fun game to watch. And that will be the one that I'm watching uh, during that time slot. So Dallas is going to win this game, but it's probably going to be by a touchdown. It's going to be like 35-28 or something. So you're picking Dallas not to cover in this game. Did I hear you right there, Kenny? No, they're not covering. That defense is so bad. You ever heard of that saying when an unstoppable moving object meets an immovable object? How's, how's that go? Unstoppable force meets an immovable object or something like that, yeah. right? Yeah. This is like the opposite. Right, Dallas Cowboys defense and the Giants offensive line, they just both are terrible. So there's not going to be any wash there. Something's just going to crack. All right, Davis, who do you have in this game? Um, this is the annual 
Danny Dimes five touchdown game is what he's going to have. It's not catching on. It's not. Stop Are you picking the Giants time. to win this game, Davis? Hell no. Oh, okay. I was just making sure it sounded no. like we were moving to a Giants Why? pick. Where the fuck are we going with this here then, Davis? <laughs> Danny Dimes. The annual Danny Dimes, five touchdowns. Oh, so we went 38-35. Gotcha. No, it's like 50-35, to 35, okay? So you yeah. still think they're going to cover covered. with Danny Dimes? <laughs> what in the world just happened? Yeah, we just went full if we circle. put up 50 points, I'll be watching this game. <laughs> yes, uh, absolutely. Is the Giants hey, defense even good? No, the Giants <laughs> defense is terrible. I'm with you, Davis. I, I would like to see a 50-pointer on there. I mean, we gave one up already. Andrew. My fantasy team would like to see a 50-point game from the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Me too. Um, but I, uh, here, this is scary. Think, think if Saquon Barkley was actually still with the New York Giants. This game would be completely different because that defense couldn't stop a fart if it seeked out. It's so bad. <laughs> and Devontae Freeman might actually put up a good waiver wire pick like you guys talked about. He might put up 150 yards against his defense. It's so bad. The Cowboys will win. They will win by seven. It's not a fucking five touchdown performance from Danny Dimes. Get that out of your head. That is not happening. But uh, I think that the the Cowboys also have two factors in this. I think Zeke's got to prove that he's over this whole fumble issue. Agreed. Plus, you're getting a, you get a chance to beat your former head coach. Yeah, it's definitely a grudge game. Fuck that guy. All right, I'm gonna go over to Jed. Jed, how are you feeling about this game? Well, first and foremost, I want to clear some misnomers here. The pass defense of the New York Giants is ranked sixth, and their run defense is ranked 10th. Now, if you look at their offense, their pass offense is 29th. Their run offense is 31st. There's and the immovable can, thing. You can directly put that on the O-line because they are, like, dead last in pretty much everything. So uh, it's just a matter of Danny Dimes has zero time. His stud running back is dead. It is what it is. Cowboys are going to cover strictly because they can score way more points than the Giants can. And unfortunately, that Giants defense just suffers under the, the pain of having that kind of offense on the other side of the ball for them. And they did hold, they did hold the, the Rams to 17. So they are a decent yeah. D. Ah, the Rams, come on now. Can't compare the Rams to the Cowboys offense. Now, yes. Jet, Jet <laughs> yeah, that was the defense's fault. Jet. Tell me right now, who are you picking and, and are they covering? Uh, Cowboys to cover. Like I said, though, it's just because they're going to way outscore the Giants' offense. I really don't think it has anything to do with the Giants' defense. And by the way, Gallup caught that pass. There was no penalty. Dre, uh, how are you feeling about, about this game? Round us up on this one. First off, I'm going to make this our melancholic moment of the night. where Miles should have been here to say that Devontae Freeman – would almost equally uh, match what Barkley's production would have been in this game because he's such a great Falcons running back. and We're forgetting that he's now healthy and blah, 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 blah. So there you go, Miles. There, I, I, I did this for you. <laughs> but yes. <Pickle> <laughs> Who's winning, yeah, Dre? Said anything of value yet? <laughs> Here you go. Dre, I can't hear you, Dre. You're dead. You're dead. 
Dre, you hear me I, now? Yes, Got yes. Who's you. your pick? Hurry. Oh, I was saying that it was our melancholic moment of the night because I was going to talk about Devontae Freeman matching Bar- <laughs> No, we heard all that. We heard all that. Who's the winner of the week? Let me clear my throat. Uh, snoozer of snoozer. the week. It's the snoozer of the week, yes. I don't care if the Cowboys win, but they cover. Cowboys win, and don't I think you they don't cover, so he's taking Dallas to win. We got we got full circle there on a couple of guys on that panel for this game. Let's just move on. Minnesota visits Seattle on Sunday night football. Seattle seven-point favorites. If Vegas knew anything, they'd know this is a primetime game for Kirk Cousins. I'm taking Seattle and the points because Kirk Cousins won't show up even against a defense that can't defend the pass very well. So I'm taking Seattle with the points. Going over to Andrew first on this one. Seattle and the points, easy enough. Andrew thinks so as well. How about you, Paul? Well, Kirk, Kirk Cousins in primetime, right? So give me Russ, let him cook, and give me the points. I absolutely agree with you on that one, Jet. Yeah, Seattle is going to kick the shit out of these guys. It's not gonna <laughs> Seattle and the points. Let's go. Davis. Seattle and the points. Kenny. Seattle, but they don't cover. Wow. Explain that one, Kenny. Who goes off for many? Last year it was 37 to 30 between these two teams. Minnesota actually looked really good in that game. What time was that game? It was a nighttime game, wasn't it? Last year's game was a nighttime game? I think it was. Well, keep going while I look that up. But but last year was a seven-point game. Uh, I don't think Seattle's going to kick the shit out of them. I think they're going to win this game, but I think it's going to be by like four points. I've been called stupider on this show, so I take no offense. No, I don't think you're stupid at all. I think you got good. I think you have good points, valid points. We take them. Dre, what I'll, do you feel I'll about wipe this my game? Tears with first place. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you're wrong on that. Uh, you keep forgetting that the Vikings have Kirk Cousins. So it was a Monday night game last year, so you weren't wrong, Kenny. Enough said. Seattle wins. The yeah, cover. he scored 30 on Monday night last year. So he wasn't terrible on Monday night against them. Yeah, but this is that's, Sunday that's night where everybody who doesn't watch Monday nights will be watching Sunday night. So, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. still going to take uh, Seattle on the spread. Josh, how are you feeling about this one, bud? Wrap us up. Uh, everybody disregard what Kane said. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> give me Seattle on the points. Kirk Cousins sucks balls. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, I'll be honest with you guys. It's the first time in a long time we've gone through four prime times and we sweep across when it comes to money line picks. This is a this is a good ticket if you're watching today. Let's go to our last prime time game. Which Dre, this will be your first week where you hit all five prime time games, so I'm excited for you. Chargers go up against the Saints. Saints seven and a half point favorites at home against those Justin Herbert led Chargers. Um, I think this is Justin Herbert's team now, too. I don't think Tyrod Taylor comes back and takes over. I think everybody's in agreement with that. Yeah, looks like I'm getting head shakes. Yes, the podcast people appreciate that. Let's go ahead and uh, discuss also Michael Thomas is probably going to play this week, which is um, the rumors we're getting out of New Orleans. So with Drew Brees getting his weapon back, I'm taking New Orleans not to cover, though. I think this is going to be a game where they're up by a couple of scores. But uh, garbage time happens, and then they will not cover. So taking New Orleans to win this game but not cover. I'm going to go over to you first, Josh, on this game. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I think this is going to be a shootout. I think there's going to be a ton of points on the board. Um, but I, I think Herbert's going to gonna shine in this, uh, in this situation. So give me the Chargers to cover. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm taking Chargers to win too. Wow. There you go. Chargers to win this game. Just threw down the pencil. Flying V time. Kenny, who do you have in this game? Second week in a row, I get called a dumbass, and then someone throws out a fucking Chargers pick. Uh, the Saints are going to win this game, but it's only by a touchdown. Love you, Josh. Gotcha. New Orleans not to cover. Davis? Um, wait, who are they playing again? I totally blanked out. Uh, Chargers, Saints at the Superdome. No fans. Uh, give me the Saints uh, Chargers cover. Paul. Feel the same. Uh, I think it's going to take a little bit of time for Michael Thomas to get back into it. And that Chargers defense has been keeping them in ball games too. Uh, you know they've been making plays, so um, that there's no crowd, you know, in the Superdome. So I'm going to just say, Chargers keep it close. Saints win. Chargers cover. Dre, you with us? Yeah, Saints win and they cover. Taking Saints and to cover, Jet. Uh, mine kind of depends on Michael Thomas. Uh, if he does play, I like the Saints to win and cover. If he doesn't play, I like Herbert to keep the game close enough that they would cover. So um, I'm going to assume that he's either not going to play or he's going to play banged up, and I'm going to say Saints win, Chargers cover. Perfect. And Andrew, round us up for their primetime picks. I have yet to meet Josh, but he might be the biggest beauty on this panel, and I need to meet this guy because I'm going with the Chargers as well. Let's uh, go, baby. Let's fucking go. The, the only reason why is because I saw a lot of promise out of Justin Herbert last weekend. Uh, Eckler goes out really, really early in the game. Uh, he goes toe-to-toe with the GOAT. So, I mean, for a rookie to do something like that, uh, Michael Thomas, like Jet said, if he is playing, is a difference maker, yes, but how healthy is he going to be? I don't know. Breeze looked okay with Sanders, but yeah, I like the Chargers in this game. Perfect. And that'll wrap up our primetime picks. Mm -hmm. And of course, mm -hmm. our primetime picks, our featured segment is brought to you by Taquito Express, where you can get all you can eat tacos down in beautiful Brownsville, Texas for $7.99. Mention ITL and get 10% off your order of tacos today. COVID friendly. Canadian boys. Love Let's it. Make a road trip, Canadian guys. Let's go. Forget about COVID. Let's get that seven ninety nine taco. That's it, guys. That's it. Save money on your on your plane ticket. Get down there. Save money on your food. All right, round three. Rapid fire picks. Final ten minute round. Coming right at you after this commercial break. Welcome to Alamo City, or is it the military city, or is it the Riverwalk City? What in the world do you call San Antonio? You can find all the greatest and latest information on SATX rated. Proud sponsor of the Into the Lab podcast and a big partner when it comes to finding your way around San Antonio, Texas. Go find SATX Rated on all major social platforms. Follow them, like them, share them. They're here for you. SATX Rated, find out what San Antonio is made of. Round three, what's cooking in the lab? Round three is our rapid fire picks. We only have 11 games this week to call out, so this should go pretty quickly. Let's start with our first game, Cincinnati visiting Baltimore, 13-point favorites Baltimore. Uh, we'll start this off here with uh, Josh. 
Just spread or just just money line straight up? Just money line straight up. Oh god, you're dumb if you go against if you pick Cincinnati. So give me Baltimore. All right, Baltimore. Kenny. Baltimore. Paul. Raven. Jet. Baltimore. Anybody not picking Baltimore? All right. So we're going to just go ahead and say that's a unanimous Baltimore money line pick. You should not differ. Um, I, I do think that Baltimore uh, absolutely annihilates this team um, and spreads away in the second half. Let's go to our next one. It's going to be a little tougher to call. Buffalo visiting Tennessee. Buffalo one and a half point favorites on the road. Um, Tennessee unbeaten so far. I'll start this one off with Andrew. Do we have a game? Uh, Let's just say Buffalo? we have a game. Uh, if we if we do have a game, I'm going to go with Buffalo. All right, Buffalo for Andrew Dre. <laughs> Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia, short and sweet. I am picking the Bills. Paul. No, I would do it. Bills. Davis. Josh Allen for MVP. <laughs> Get out of here with huh. that. Love the take. Kenny. Buffalo by forfeit. Buffalo by forfeit. Jet. Better not be. Buffalo. Josh. Unfortunately, I have to take Buffalo. I should have just asked the same question I did on the last one. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. Arizona on the road going to MetLife against New York Jets. Arizona seven-point favorites. Anybody not picking Arizona? I bet I bet for the Jets once, never again. <laughs> never again. You can't be a backup QB in Denver. Fat chance. A backup's backup even. Oh, my God. It's Flacco's time. Arizona, Arizona should be thanking their lucky stars that they got the New York Jets this week after how piss poor they've looked the last two. Mm-hmm. Bringing Jake only 30 yards on the ground last week. Paul, what were you gonna say? Nothing. I was <laughs> no. gonna say, Ernest, oh, Andrew. The last time, the last time, the last time a, a football team won at MetLife was the New York Guardians. So let that one sink in. How fun is that? Anybody remembers? Is that AAF? The is that XFL. Right? Oh, the XFL. XFL. It's not even the AAF. DC oh. Defenders, baby. Wow. The team that used to play the 2022. The uh, LA Browns in the championship game. Uh, ah. That was it. That was it. Yep. Let's move over to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's testing their talents against the Philadelphia Eagles. Pittsburgh seven-point favorites in this game. I expect mixed answers, but I'll go around the room anyways. Anybody not picking Pittsburgh to win this game? What? Who are they? Pittsburgh against Philadelphia. Where's the game at? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Take it, Pittsburgh. Yeah, that should be pretty unanimous. Uh, Seven-point spread. Anybody saying not to pick with the spread on this game? Eagles cover. Eagles cover. Davis and Kenny go Eagles covering. Paul Swang, Eagles cover. Okay. So, a little bit different against the spread, but Pittsburgh unanimously on the money line. Let's talk Houston football. Houston six-point favorites at home against Jacksonville. Um, And I'll go around the room for this one. Andrew, who do you have in this game? It's a tough one, but I I think Houston bounces back after getting rid of O'Brien. So, Andrew taking Houston. Dre. I, I normally go Minshew Mania, but without Bob, I think the, te- the Texans are going to win this game. 
That's surprising for me, Dre, to hear you say that. Paul. I just can't wait for the Romeo Cornell meme with the Arby's hat over his head. That's going to be my whole weekend. So I am going with the Texans. All right. Houston picked again. Jet. I can understand a loss to Pittsburgh and Minnesota in the last two weeks for Houston. I can't understand losing to Miami and Cincinnati in back-to-back weeks for the Jags. So I'm going Texans. Davis. Texans. Kenny. Texans. Josh. Counter's gone. Give me the Texans. Wow. We have a Houston sweet pick. I did not expect that. Honestly, I did not. A lot of sweet picks here. Nobody really gaining ground. Maybe this one. Carolina visiting Atlanta. Atlanta two-point favorites at home, surprisingly, against those Carolina Panthers who have been playing well. Um, I'll start this one off with Josh. Josh, who do you have in this game? Watch out for the Atlanta heater here. Give me Atlanta. And a cover? Of course. Wow. Kenny. Carolina. Andrew. Yeah, fuck you, Kelvin Ridley. Thanks for the fantasy points last week. Yeah, we're going with Carolina. Paul. I'm rolling with Josh. That spread is way too fishy. Davis. Um, I looked at this game and said this is the hardest one to pick this week. Um, I still don't know who I'm picking, but I think I'll go with my fantasy QB. Give me the Panthers. Hey. Miles, just kidding. Jet. <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons secondary probably couldn't stop a team comprised of blue-collar media group members, so I'm going to take Carolina Panthers. You underestimate my athleticism. Me too. <laughs> I'm 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 All right, Dre. I think uh, I'm just going to say Panthers, whatever. <laughs> Dre's not taking... used to contributing this much. He's tired. <laughs> I'm taking Carolina as well. Sorry, Miles. I, I'm not I not believing that Atlanta team right now Does at he all. Even listen to the show. I, 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 that's a good point. Miles, <laughs> comment something someday if you are listening out there. We miss you. All right. All right. Rams and, oh, I almost said it. Rams and football team playing. Uh, let, uh, Rams are seven and a half point favorites on the road. Anybody picking Kyle Allen and the Redskins? Kyle I mean, Allen. oh, the football team. Dang it. I was doing so well. And you failed. Canceled. Dang. Anybody picking Kyle Allen and the football team? No, Absolutely. that is a straight uh, Rams sweep pick for us. Anybody taking the Rams and the and the spread? Or let me rephrase it. Anybody not taking the Rams and the spread? Seven and a half points. Where's the game at? Washington. I mean, yeah, Washington. I can say that. I can say that. I think they keep it close. And by close, yeah. I mean seven. That's another fishy spread. I don't More? like it. Yeah. All right. So everybody picks the Rams. Watch out with that spread, people. If that goes down to six and a half, I'd take it. Um, let's go ahead and move over to San Francisco. This is, this one was a head scratcher for me of the week. Miami going to San Francisco, San Francisco, nine point favorites at home. Now, if Jimmy G is playing in this game, as he's been reported limited practice, um, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a, let's just throw it out there. Uh, Kenny, who do you have in this game? San Fran, if Garoppolo plays. And if he doesn't? Still San Fran, but Miami covers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> Davis, who do you have in this game? 
Uh, San Fran. All right, Dre. Raheem, Raheem Mostert's back, by the way. Oh, yep. that's the case. And that oh, be- And I believe this is the game that we're going to get to see a little bit of Tua. Maybe fourth quarter. Ooh, Tua sighting. Maybe, Paul. San Francisco beats the dog shit out of them. <laughs> oh, okay. Paul and I were a little more divided on this one. <laughs> Andrew. Uh, yeah, I think, well, I think San Francisco takes it with Moss right back. But, like, if Nick Mullins throws another interception like he did in that last game, it, I'm, I'm assuming Garoppolo plays, but if Mullins throws a pick like he did against Philly there, yikes, Miami might run away. I'm taking San Fran as well. Jet? Uh, San Fran, and I think if Garoppolo doesn't play, it's probably going to be Beathard anyways, so I'm not too concerned either way. All right, all so right, all right. Beatard. Denver visits New England, one and I'll, a half point I'll favorites. I'll also take San Fran, by the way. Oh, Josh, you got San Fran. I already marked San Fran for you, so you're good. All right. You got the bucket hat. New England at home against Denver. New England, one and a half point favorites. Uh, this is a tough one, too, with COVID and injuries. So let me go ahead and start this one off with Josh. Uh, New England to win. New England to win. Kenny. Yeah, New England. Andrew. Is Cam playing? No. Yeah, still New England. <laughs> Jet. I'm taking Denver to lose. Pretty bad. And Brian Hoyer is going to look like Aaron Rodgers. Oh, boy. I thought uh, Stidham probably going to start, no? Well, whatever. Who, whoever they plug in there. Whoever it is. Player for MVP? <laughs> Dre. Places Cam, maybe? Here goes Here goes a little Miles, Miles Love. Uh, Drew Luck is practiced today, so um, I'm going to say Broncos. He's going to play three touchdown passes to Jared Judy, and – all the Judy? And Judy and Broncos win. Broncos Second win. Multi-touchdown game for the returning from ailment, Drew Locke. Okay, Paul. New England, they're battle-tested. They'll get. They'll got this one out at home. They'll figure out a way to win. Davis. This is a tough pick, knowing that Drew Locke may be playing, and whoever gets COVID on the Patriots, like, if Stephon Gilmore had it and he was playing on the football field Monday night, then who knows who else has it for the Patriots. So, um, for right now, I'm taking the Patriots. But if, if things change, then I'd take the Broncos. If, if late, late Saturday and stuff has changed, then take the Broncos. All right. So, Davis is saying pick, take the Patriots right now on a ticket, but keep a lookout for those changes on rosters. And it can mean a lot. I'm taking New England to win this game, obviously, to cover, but that, that is uh, great advice, Davis, because things change accordingly. Weather reports, look at weather reports, other variables. Last pick and last part of this episode, Indianapolis visiting Cleveland. I saved this game for last because I figured there's going to be some mixed reports on this one. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, let me go ahead and start off with Jet. That's the resident Colt, so let's hear it. Well – we got the number four run defense. We got the number one pass defense. I don't fear the Cleveland Browns whatsoever. I'll take the Colts. Jet is going indie. Josh. 
Yeah, if you're picking Cleveland, that's the biggest trap ever. Oh, they put, they fucking put up 40, 49 points. Give me Indy and the Colts. They're going to win by a ton. Against a really good defense, too. Andrew. Yeah, Josh, we were friends. Going Browns. <laughs> Doesn't hurt my feelings, man. Sorry. Josh, come on now. That was hurtful, man. Come on. I'm just oh. kidding. I love you, Andrew. <laughs> well, Browns. You're going to face a defense that has a fucking pulse on the other side this week. <laughs> and that Colts defense is no joke. And they will be able to neutralize Miles Garrett with the run game. And I'm looking forward to this game immensely. Uh, give me the Colts. All right, Indy for Paul. I am taking the Indianapolis Colts as well, although it's in Cleveland. That would change a little bit if there were a lot of fans in the stands to make a difference. A dog pound makes a difference, I think. I'm still taking Indy to win this game. Davis. Um, give me Indianapolis to win this. Um, I think Baker those two picks, along with Phillip Rivers, three picks. So. Miles, Miles Fantasy MVP quarterback, Baker Mayfield projected to get two interceptions by Davis Cordova. Dre, what about you? And the, game, the game's in Cleveland? In Cleveland. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's probably going to be a high-scoring game. Very uh, – I'm just going to say the Rodrigo kid hits a field goal to win the There you go. Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Dre takes Indy. Kenny, champion so far this year, give us your final pick of week five. Oh, you didn't have to kick us while we were down. Like, we are already dead, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was the worst thing. I'm telling you, that film that I watched today. It was so if, bad. If I was, uh, the, if I was the coach, they would have had to peel me off them dudes. For real. Um, I thought about the Cleveland upset, and then I saw Andrew pick them, so I'm rolling Indy. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> and there goes the final pick of today's episode. So thank you guys for joining us. Dre, tell us who our third round segment was brought to us by. <clears throat> Uh, if you're looking for nitro gloves, uh, 1860 masks, or if you want to ship anything to or from Mexico, hit Portero Group up. They know their logistics stuff, 21 years of experience, and they are based out of Texas. So there you go. Give them a call. That's right. The Portero Group will get your domestic and international shipping done. Trust them with over 21 years of experience. That's the www.porteogroup.com. They will get you set up based out of Houston, Texas. All right. That is our episode today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us, those who watch us on the stream and those who listen to us in your cars or at home through the podcast. These picks are done. Lots of sweet picks tonight. You'll be able to see those picks on www.thesportgene.com. And future podcast picks will be coming to bluecollarmg.com. So keep a lookout for those as to what our podcast goes through. Um, you know what? Like we always do, I'm going to let you guys sound off and tell everybody where they can find you. Jet, we'll start with you. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at FrostbitePod or at BlueCollarMG.com slash Frostbite. You can find mine and my partner Harrison's episodes there. Uh, we do a weekly podcast, a little bit of hockey, a little bit of basketball, baseball, football, you name it. So uh, stop on by and hear what the Canadian boys have to say. Perfect. Thank you so much. Josh, tell us where we can't find you physically, but where they can find you online. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you that. But 
Uh, you can follow me out on Twitter at Josh Elliott nine. Uh, watch out Friday or Saturday. I have a show called Just a Bit Outside for some gambling picks. We're nine five and one, so we're kind of been on a little bit of a heater. Um, and the Yankees are getting shit hauled, so that makes me happy. That makes me, as an Astros fan, extremely happy. And Dre, we even mentioned that the Astros are just kicking ass this postseason. We'll save it for when we're in the ALCS next week. But let me go ahead and go over to you, Kenny. We lost. Uh, man. Still, still kicking uh, ass. You can find me on social media at shooters underscore pod. I dropped the 50th episode last week, but on a bit of a hiatus here for the next number of weeks. If you guys want some hot gambling picks, though, four for four last night. Planning on doing it again with the NBA Finals Game 5. So uh, stay on stay on the lookout for that. And uh, Ernest, thanks for having me on again, man. Absolutely. That's right. You'll catch Kenny's heat pick tomorrow. Andrew, tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Andrew Khan. You can find us on Facebook at the Boomtown Pod, all things MMA. Like I said, got a brand new co-host that's going to be on the show for good now. Uh, Solomon Campbell is going to be joining us. We're going to be doing some uh, recaps. Got some pretty cool stuff in the pipeline with uh, a couple of UFC fighters. That's some exciting stuff. Really excited for your growth and your podcast and look forward to hearing it. Dre, sound off. Talk to the people where they can find you. First question. Did you finally play my entrance video? I absolutely Absolutely did. Absolutely did. All right. Uh, Well, first off, thanks for reminding me that our bullpen blowed uh, today's game. (laughs) It really did. It really did. Sorry. And now, thanks for that. But uh, yeah, you can find me at Dre2124 on Twitter. Uh, lots of wrestling, lots of Packers, and lots of making fun of Steve. So, yes. That's perfect. By the way, you're now another suspect for the Steve Burner account, Dre, since today you popped off and then we got those two messages. So, I don't, just. I don't think I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm that smart. <laughs> <laughs> Just Paul, bring us in as our BCMG sponsor and, and of course, friend of the show. Yeah. So, number one, whoever won the Madden copy last week, you actually have to contact me to get your free shit. Okay? <laughs> oh, I completely forgot. My oh, bad. Okay. I got to contact you. Okay, cool. I'm cool, just cool, saying, cool. I don't want messages from either of you two, especially after the Pittsburgh slander. Uh, but no seriously get get a hold of me like we're always doing these free giveaways right now we're doing one with uh will laugh on tour we're giving away airpods um so go check out his instagram follow it get in get in that drawing as well um we're always doing more stuff we're helping these guys grow um we're gonna do something with davis and the stream team here soon josh and his uh pod andrew and his probably giving us something away uh frostbite's working on something so we're always we're trying to grow this and it only helps us with you guys so uh you can catch me uh at steel curtain ph on twitter um i put out two gambling articles every week one college one pro we're four and one in the pro and we're five and oh in college so hit that up on the weekends uh football funds on bluecollarmg.com paul i swear i'm working too he's a paul you're on a heater right yeah Yep, he definitely is. And we are too here at Into the Lab. So thank you so much to all of our labsters and all of our listeners for being a part of our show and helping us grow, being part of our, your weekly 
listening podcast schedule. Um, again, you can catch us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, any sort of streaming platform, you name it, we are on it. Listen to our episodes, support us by subscribing, support us by uh, spreading the word about our podcast. We continue to grow streaming wise. Um, our views continue to skyrocket. So thank you guys so much um, for being a part of our family. Um, you can find me at the sport gene. I am Ernest Silva, your favorite host. And with all the podcasts on here, we'd like to say thank you guys. Have a great night. Listen to the debate and go vote when it's time for you to vote. Have a great weekend and great night. And good luck to your picks this week, guys. Yep. And my sign off is see you later. Oh yeah. Davis. Sorry, Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Davis, why don't you do your sign off? We're still live. Um, go check me out on all platforms at ddog underscore one, one, two, three. Like I said, I'm about to go live on Twitch here. Uh, so go watch me play more zone. That's it. That's what. That's why I left you for last, Davis. Hey, Davis, why don't you tell everybody what the flag means behind you, too? Forgot to include that. Oh yeah. Well, does anyone know what this means? Yeah, that's the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Definitely doesn't mean win. Taking some big fat L's this week. Nobody knows. I told you, Davis. Looks like a W. It's for the Cubs. Yeah. That they didn't get. Against the they didn't get it. I should so. probably take it down. Right. <laughs> yes. yes, you should. <laughs> right. Yes, you should. Fuck the Cubs. Hey. All right, guys. Thank Always you, guys. Bad. Thank you, guys, so much for a great episode. You guys have a great rest of the weekend. Later, boys. See ya. Bye. You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com or on the Anchor app and follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Overtime Heroics today.